Are we rolling? We're rolling. Right. Do we know what number we're at yet? Yeah, 55. Oh, this is 55. This is 55. Five. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Get Into It. That's right. That's what's mm-hmm. up. That's Dude, the weather's up. amazing today. It's so good. Beautiful. Yeah. Doesn't this kill Corona? It does. It does. F the Rona. I'm going to make a shirt that says F the Rona. You down? Would you rock it? I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. CNN's got me scared to death. Dude, of course they do. <laughs> of course they do. Listen, Roberts, I'm very happy that we're here face to face. Yeah, me too. I mean, we're still socially distancing. I mean, I don't think I can't, I can't, I can't get a cold from you at this distance. Before all this shit happened, we were we were sharing a room in Mexico. Waste. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. You fell down the stairs. Remember? That's true. <laughs> I I gracefully fell. You fell did. Down the that stairs. was that was those, you, you came back to your football days, Al Bundy. You rolled. You rolled with a smile on your face, which was the best. <laughs> that was a very very uh, fun trip. I'm looking forward to more of those. But, um, yeah, you know, it's funny. I uh, I said this before, but I really enjoy doing the show. I get lots of emails and comments. And if you listen... My mom really likes you, by the way. Oh, well, and you too, Davey Dave. Oh, Me that's nice. nice. Davey Dave's got the, uh, got the announcer voice, he right? He does, dude. <laughs> I'm going to hit Davey Dave up on the air in a minute about something that he I could do. He could Uh-oh. do rated R. You know, he could do that R. Voice, right? In the world. You better in watch world. out, Pete. Yeah, I'm gonna have Pete. Pete. I'm gonna have Pete do another open for us because we need one. We need one of those exciting post Corona opens. Those you know, and he's got to drop the Roma. Ladies and, Ladies gentlemen, and gentlemen, in a world post pandemic, Rona, <laughs> where the Rona does not rule anymore. No. Hey, you know, I got a test. I got uh, I got the blood test for yeah. antibodies. Nice. And I got the and they said it's 97. percent It's out of um, Harvard. Mm. Does that make any sense? Uh, mm. That's where uh, the scientists came from, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's where it originated. <laughs> yeah, so. All right. None of, none, of these, uh, none of these things that we are saying are true or no. can be confirmed. Yeah. I'm happy to say that I'm Rona-free. Mm. Um, we played golf the other day. People How'd you wearing do? masks. I played well, considering I hadn't played in a long time. Did you wear a mask? I wore a mask when I got there. And then you took it off. And then I took it off while I was on the course. Vitamin D, the sun kills a lot of stuff. Yeah. Spanish epidem- uh, pandemic. But, um, but I did want to say that I like doing the show. I like hearing from people. Uh, I like hearing from people that uh, feel connected you yeah. know, to, um, to the world a little bit because they're hearing our voice. They're hearing us talk about yeah. you know, daily struggles and stuff, and it's not so bad. Yeah. You know what we need to get is we need to get people start um, – Five stars and then start commenting. Some reviews. Some reviews, yeah. So if you listen to the show, click on the thing, the icon, the purple icon, give us five stars, whatever you think we deserve, yeah. and then uh, write something. It doesn't matter. Say, you know, Roberts is great, you know, David Dave is awesome, Tootie, you suck, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> or Tootie's great. Tootie's great. Tootie's great. Um, Stop talking. I want to get into it right away. Let's I, get into it. Okay. Let's talk about it. So I was thinking about. And this is for entrepreneurs. This isn't just for filmmakers. Um, you know, there's all of these crowdfunding sites. Yeah. Right? GoFundMe, uh, Indiegogo. That was the first one, the GoFundMe, right? GoFundMe, yeah. yeah. Uh, Indiegogo. All of them work differently. I went with Indiegogo because no matter what you raise, if you're my, my I needed to raise 150000 I raised seventeen. Right. Did you do the incentives? Like, if you give me X amount of dollars, you get this. Oh yeah, exec producer for yeah. ten grand. Uh, you know, I, I I forgot what it was. T-shirts and posters yeah. and and so you had to do all, you did all that brown bag lunch with the director and producer. Yeah, right. I mean seriously, yeah, that's cool. There was so much, um, and a CD a, a CD uh, version of it so that you can watch it at home for thirty five bucks. Yeah, um, a link. That's actually 50 pretty, bucks. It's pretty cool how people came up with that concept. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's terrific. But what happens is people really consider that they failed at it. And I started to think about when I did mine, I was looking for 150 for my documentary. I uh, was certain that the fan base was going to step up. Yeah. I was going to raise 200 easy. Yeah. And I raised 17 in 30 days. And I was disappointed. I was bummed. I was like, what? I can't do anything. That's with- not bad, though, by the way. 17 grand in 30 days? Well, when you're looking for 150, it's not. Oh, yeah, I it's, guess. You can't, you can't do much. I had to rethink it. I had to sit back, and after I was disappointed and realized that, you know, the fans of the subject that I was doing a documentary about were not going to step up. 
So that didn't happen. So I was bummed. But here's what came out of it. You know, I'm always someone who's thinking like, well, how can I turn this into something positive? I also couldn't take, you know, I couldn't take the money and do nothing with it. I'd have to return it. So I said, you know, 17 grand, I could probably get quite a few shooting days out of it. Yeah. You know, cameraman, director, assistant, right? Yeah. So I hired uh, Max Velez. Uh, We put together a film crew. We got the directors uh, working. And we shot for an entire week. And we then pieced together a part of the movie. Right. Right? We stopped when we ran out of money, gave some money to Rich Alarcon, pieced together you know, a creative part of the movie with some reenactments with Eddie almost, you know, a bunch of bunch of great a taste. Uh, interviews. Yeah. So we did a taste of what the feel of the movie was going to be. By the way, this was for um, Carlos Almaraz. Um, Richard Montoya sent it over to a guy at uh, KCET. They loved it. Mm. And they bought into it you know, as investors and as partners. And then with the little money I had left over, $3,500, we threw a party at Cheech's house, invited a bunch of investors, showed that piece of the movie. That's producing, Robert. And there we Uh raised the rest of the money for the movie. So I wanted to... Lesson learned right there. That's a valuable lesson. Yeah. Which is great. You did that on the... You didn't... This was no... This wasn't anything that... There was no book or anywhere you read this. You you just came up with this all on your own. Back against the wall, you had to figure it out. Took... You know, that 17000 which ended up being 14000 after you pay Indiegogo. Uh, I took that and I decided, what do I have available? I, You know what? I can produce. I know how to do that. So I'm going to put together this shoot. I'm, I got a great editor, you know. And yeah. then after that was done, then got our crew group together and said, what can we do? Who can we invite to a tardiada, you know, where you have some drinks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. $3,500, have a private chef making little finger foods, yeah. and then we'll show this movie that we just did and see what happens. Now, or a piece I, of the movie. A piece of the movie. I didn't know who was going to show up. I just knew that if I did it, that I had a chance, that there was an opportunity that yeah. someone great would go. And, you know, Tom Beers went, yeah. who ended up funding a big portion of the movie. Uh, Castillo uh, de la Rocha went, yeah. who ended up funding a big, big, uh, the biggest part of the movie. Yeah. And, uh, and then a bunch of people that were there put up little amounts of money. But I didn't know that. I, I was going there with the intention of maybe 50. Maybe we do 50. Yeah. And we ended up doing 250. Mm. See? That's what's up. Yeah, that's I like what's that. up. You never know, though. Yeah. You what I can know. tell you is that I didn't know that was going to happen. That's an entrepreneurial spirit. Use what's yeah. around you. I didn't go to any book. I didn't, I didn't hear that from any... Buddy else. I just yeah. said, this is how we're going to do it because this seems to be what's available to us around us right now, and yeah. we're all motivated to do it. Yeah. Well, that's like filmmaking, right? <clears throat> You're on location. Things don't pan out. you got to shoot something. Yep. I remember when, we did, um, when I did uh, Mob Town with Danny A. We were supposed to do that big scene in downtown. Oh, and, that's right. You know what I mean? And we, oh, we, shot, the other, we shot the murder scene. Uh, you know, it was on a soundstage. But it took so long that we went into the parking lot. And he pulled up two. He had them put up two um, fake brick walls. He pulled up an old car, and he had the extras dressed of the time walk back and forth. And it we we sat in the car, and we were supposed to be on a street in New York City. And when he cut it, um, it looks like that. Right. <laughs> like he used footage, you know what I mean? And, and and it appeared that we were in this car on a street in New York, waiting for. You know, uh, the guy to go into the Park Sheridan, and then we go and, and we go and kill him. Yeah. But you do what you have. You do what you have to do. What you have available at your yeah. What you have. What you have around. How you. surprised were you when you raised that money though? And Very. how fa- and how fast uh, did it make you want to get off your ass? Like the next day, or you know, what well, was it, what was it like? It's it was surprising, but when it's happening, you're you're also being creative, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. We showed the movie after everyone had drinks and everyone had a nice time and everyone was fed. We put up the movie, which was about seven minutes. When the movie stopped running, the, f- the room was full, people standing in the living room. And I got up in front of the television and I was like, okay, so that's the movie. We're here for this, uh, for the raising of money of this film, I know everyone in this room understands what we're trying to do. 
I need people to open their wallets, and I need you guys to tell me right now. Just yell out what you're gonna do. Yeah. Very risky. Bam. Yeah. So some lady raised her hand, said, "I'll give you five thousand. Nice. I'm gonna give you exact numbers, okay? Yeah. Five thousand. Mm. Someone else said, "I'll give you five thousand. And Tom Beers looks over at me and goes, "I'll give you fifty grand." <laughs> did he say it in front of everybody or like to the side? He said it to me. Okay. But here's what I did. I said, "Tom Beers." <laughs> what a oh, <laughs> I said, "Tom Beers." Just gave us fifty thousand dollars, and I heard that Castulo was going to match anybody who came in over fifty. That I said, good. "Is that right?" And I, you know, pointed to him, which was a dick spot. move. <laughs> and he said, "Yes." So Damn. I go, "Boom!" Now we got fifty, fifty, and then fives and tens, and the yeah, and yeah. the fives and tens were coming in from everywhere. Yeah. People were using their credit cards. I had cool. uh, Ulises Sanchez, who did all of our uh, social media for yeah. the for that raise. Uh, he was there, and I had given him a little Mimia. credit card machine that you connect to your phone. And yeah. when someone said, "Well, how do I get you the money?" I said, "Do you have a credit card? Do you have a debit?" Yeah, go Ooh. go see Ulises. Swear, like swiping Swear, right? him. Yeah. yeah. So he was just swiping it, and um, and yeah. So to answer your question. The, the adrenaline yeah, smart, and excitement Roberts. of that was really cool because I know how to raise money, um, but I didn't know if that day was going to work out mm-hmm. at all. In mm-hmm. fact, I was predicting it was was going to be just a kind of a nice get together, yeah. yeah. And we were going to have to find some other way to do it. But the right people showed up. The drinks helped. The yeah. uh, the the classy food helped. It was at Cheech Marin's house that probably helped a little yeah. bit. So you're looking at all this guy's art. Yeah. So it was you know look. Uh, I think what I want to talk about and and have people take away from it is that there's no failure, you know, in this. If you even raise five grand, figure out how to work within that budget, within those means. You know, I didn't go out and get an Alexa camera to go shoot my stuff. I went out and got, you know, uh, 5D you know, and some lights and a guy who did not only the camera work, but also did sound. So yeah. I had that for 350 a day. Yeah. Sound and camera. And lights. And lights. Yeah. Predator. You know, and then maybe a little bit of food and a little bit of that. So I'm t- you're, you're talking about my day was costing $500, $550. Mm. No actors. So, so, the, uh, so the money went a long way. And a lot of the money went to editing because yeah. that's where the expense is at. Yeah. It's most time. Yeah. that's And that's... Truthfully, that where you really need it. So, a question for you, Roberts, about that. I need to come up with a little more money for Made in Mexico. Okay. And what size TV do you have in your living room here? Like a sixty. Perfect. I'm thinking a little party here, Davy Dave. Oh, yeah? Roberts, okay. you can use your Dude, expertise. Throw it. Show, uh, <laughs> show 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And say that you need post money and that you want to finish it up. And I'll bet That's you cool. that you'll Great do really idea. well with it. And if you don't, you just use what you raise. Yeah, no, I agree. I totally get it, but I just need a venue. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, maybe we yeah. can in do a it nice here. place we'll in Beverly Hills. It yeah. could be beautiful here. Uh, but you know, <laughs> that's I, I'm not a no. That's not a no. I'm in support of anything that's creative. I think that there's no right answer. I think it's great to hear inspiration from people. In fact, if you're listening to this, I would say try to find your version of that. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be at a at a celebrity's house. It doesn't have to be. Uh, Beer, wine, tequila, and and a, a celebrity chef. It could be your tia. You know, True. you could do it. You Very could true. do it however you want to do it with whoever, with people that uh, care about you and about what you're doing. And then, uh, and and even if it's not a movie, if it's an invention, if it's a business, if whatever you're doing, you could you you could use that sort of system yeah. to get yourself off the ground and find other people that have money and are interested in that too. Damn, mm. yeah. that's good shit right there. Yeah. Hey, there was another thing. Um, I want to I want to sort of get into this because this is super important. There is a difference between passion about a project yeah. and adrenaline about a project. Do you yeah. know the? Yes. Have you ever felt this? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, if we sit here and we come up with an idea for a movie, we're having beers, we're on vacation, whatever, we're at a bar, we come up with idea. Wow, that would be a great movie or a true story about <laughs> someone that you know. Yeah. Adrenaline pitch. Yeah. Right. And I, we get all fired <laughs> up, and next thing you know. You know, we're inspired and we ordered another round. And yeah. by the time we leave wherever we're at, we're calling each other tomorrow because we're going to start this project and we're going to write the script and mm-hmm. or yeah. we're going to have it written. Right. 
Have you ever done that and then somehow not gotten around to doing the project? Yeah, I did that with you in in New York with your uh, with Perry's oh. husband. Yeah, that night the, it was like Academy Awards dude, that being was, won. But that story was so great, but then it you know reality set in the next day with a hangover. Going fuck, are we really gonna? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, like it is a good story, but <laughs> when would I do that? That happens all around Hollywood. It happens in houses. It happens in bars every single bad, day. Though. I really don't because it's almost like you're working muscles. You're talking. Yeah, stuff yeah, out, you you're getting things out. Who knows? Maybe Vincent, right? Yeah. Maybe Vincent that night, you know, Christian, Christian, Christian Vincent. Christian yeah. Vincent. You never maybe, know who's listening. Yeah, or maybe he went, maybe he like flushing inspired. it out over yep. over bourbons. He went home the next day, woke up going, Well, I know that dude's probably full of shit, but maybe I want to talk to my other friend who let me talk to him about this. And he goes to them and he starts explaining. And the guy's like, dude, I never knew that. Yeah. That's the number one thing I hear. Dude, I never knew that. Right. Like because Especially like in my situation, being around certain people, mm-hmm. people don't, people aren't aware of other things that I do, or they think that I'm already taken care of, so they don't yeah, even approach exactly. me. Exactly. Like they're like, oh well, I thought you were with him. I thought you were already squared away. No, I'm not. I'm not squared away at all. I'm looking. <laughs> like, well, well, that's a different story then, you know. Yeah. But it happens with lots of projects, and I think the key is to know yourself and know. When you're not super excited about something because it ends up ruining relationships that could be Mm -hmm. good relationships. Like if you're working with a good writer or a good producer or a good director and you realize, you know what, this might not be the project. It's okay to stop at some point and go like, you know what, I I think it was an exciting initial idea and I'm glad we flushed it out. But it stopped. But it, yeah, but it's not, I don't think this is going to be the one for us. And then just step away and keep that relationship for a really solid uh, high concept idea. Yeah, Robert, you have you have helped me in the sense of like not just writing shit because I think it's cool. Like you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like really being a little more selective about ideas, things that I think will work, things that I think will work. That when I look outside of me, go this this but, I'm the only one really excited about this. So but it's not plugging really the cool. high concept uh, formula into it, right? Plugging the high concept. I do believe in simple stories, though. Yeah, I've told you that before. I do yeah. think like a simple story is something that everybody could resonate with. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a simple story. You just it's it has to be character driven. You got to believe in those actors. Hard when you're an indie filmmaker because you got to get performances out of people that may you not, may not be, have any experience. Yeah, or may not be that caliber. Lilo fucking has that. He scored He's, on that one. Yeah, bro. he. I it's got amazing. Good, yeah, he was really good. And it's great because he wants to continue to work with me. Like, I still talk to him. He still reaches yeah, out. So you got a contact there yeah, for life. Great guy. You're exactly right. It's, you got to figure it out. You got you to figure it out. You got to know when to stop. Say, you know what? You got to know when to hold him, <laughs> yeah. know when to walk <laughs> away, yeah. and know when to run. That's problems. right. And know when to run. And run from bad ideas. <laughs> you but never count your money. <laughs> no. But it's but it's important. That's that's. Uh, I think that's the key to getting to projects that are good faster yep. instead of spending, spending your wheels on projects that, that maybe you spent a year and a half on, a year on. <laughs> Yeah. You're still trying to get them going, yeah. and you know, I mean, sometimes your uh, passion is in other people's passion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really do need a team that's like all mm-hmm. systems go, and you need successes. You need to bring people on. You need to, you need to do things that are moving your project forward. Sometimes you, you, you know, you pitch it and it doesn't work, or you tell other people and they're not digging it, and that should that should be your barometer. You, you should go. come back to You're the right. table with like, hey, I talked to a few people about this, and. Here's the here's the hole they punched in in my pitch. Um, See, I still like though, Robert. Your this is all gonna get cut out, by the way. I still like your. Um, he does that look? I know he with the thing. Uh, I still like the 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 fucking one about the kid in New Jersey, the uh, musician. Oh yeah, rock me Amadeus. Rock me Amadeus. I thought that was a good story. You know what? I, I'd love to come back to someday, but something I had to walk away from. Um, See, that's hard because that was a good story, dude. I was up. passionate about it. Yeah, yeah. Go back to episode I don't know nine or ten or yeah. something like that where I was talking about how I, you know, I got that to fifty companies. Jeez. That, see, that's hard for me to believe. You got that to 50 companies and everybody passed. You know, there was a, when when it didn't go, it didn't go. Yeah. But the idea was, yeah, you're right. The idea was great. I I hope I, I hope that I come back to it. Yeah, you got to be able to revisit, dude. Someday. Hey, Through Ashley Garcia was something that was pitched over a decade ago, right? Years, yeah. Yeah. Don't get stopped, Roberts. Don't I won't get, get stopped. stopped. <laughs> I just move on to something else. <laughs> Tequila, because you're an entrepreneur. You're you're a producer, you obviously, yeah, but you're an is. entrepreneur. Yeah, I like I like Absolutely. making deals. Yeah, I love making deals. You know, um, the other thing that 
is really important, and I've told you this since I met you, is always be pitching, right? Yeah. Always be pitching. That's right. I was, um, when I come up with an idea or, I, or I'm thinking about like even a Christmas movie lately or if I'm thinking about another high concept or whatever, whatever I'm thinking about, I'll come downstairs in the morning and I'll be making coffee with Ann. That's, that's one thing he does. Well, and I'll pitch. Yeah, he pitches. But you got, an, you got a high-profile executive right there you're pitching. But I'm not, I'm not saying yeah, I'm pitching. I'm yeah. just having a conversation. And then I'll be like, hey, have you heard about... Bounces ideas off. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, go, I actually practice my pitch unbeknownst to my wife. The yeah. thing is, she already knows when I'm doing it now. So <laughs> You ain't slick player. So she'll pass on me. <laughs> she'll just straight yeah, say pass. Yeah, yeah, pass. She'll say, pass me the creamer and pass all that. Yeah, yeah she's <laughs> like, I'm not into... I, I don't know that that's working, you know. But it's a really good way to work it out so that when you finally do talk to an investor or executive or something like that and you only have 20 seconds to sort of get this idea across, keep practicing. You got your mom there. You got your wife there. You got your girlfriend. You know, when you're thinking of an idea, just lay it out in a general conversation. Hey, yeah. I, you know, I happen to be working on this. Let me run this idea by you. And then you practice it on someone that you're not pitching them for a result. You're pitching them for your practice. Because if you don't practice, you will blow it when yeah. you have someone that matters. Time comes. Yeah. 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 That's true. And it's all about attitude and feel or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was a developer, my brother, he owns a big piece of property in Silver Lake. And the dude was, you know, whatever. He was kind of a tool bag. But he was always... He always had ideas for all kinds of shit, dude. From like a vineyard in, he's a French dude, from a vineyard in uh, Echo Park, like buying a piece of the property and opening it, like building a vineyard there and calling it Chateau Ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, right, right? You gotta laugh to like open all the shit. The guy was always running, like talking about shit. 90% of the shit he didn't do, but guess what? 10%, 10% of the shit he did do, and it's been successful, and he's worth millions of dollars. Nice. But he was always pitching to me, to whoever was whoever would listen to him. Right. You know what I mean? Whoever he could talk to. Um, so it's smart. Yeah. That's right. Ever since the lockdown, yeah. I have tried a whole bunch of different types of alcohol. Normally, tequila is my thing, right? Casamico right. tequila is my thing. Yeah. Right. So I always drink Casamico. I'm not a beer drinker, not That's my right. thing. But since I've been home... I've ordered from Pink Dot. I, you know, I've gotten like uh, uh, whiskeys. You, you, you did a little bourbon phase. Sing, I did. Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. I sent out pictures. Yeah. I did bourbon. I did. Uh, I did whiskey. I did um, vodka. Why did you call Pink Dot? Just call me. I'll go pick something. Cool. If, I could, <laughs> yeah, if I could drink with you, I don't have right. nobody to drink with. My wife don't drink. <laughs> but I did. I did that, and um, and I've tried a whole bunch of different stuff now. And there's. Have you guys heard of kombucha? Yeah. Okay. So, kom- oh, kombucha. Yeah. Is it called kombucha? Kombucha. Yeah. Kombucha. Tomato. 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 Yeah. Exactly. So, tomato, kombucha. Tomato. My my family. <laughs> you know, my daughter drinks it. It's, it's really healthy. good for you. I right? drink it. I buy it at Whole Foods. Probiotic. See, yeah. I, I've been looking to try different things during this uh, lockdown. Yeah. And this this stuff right here, the hard kombucha. Dude, this that's, is. I've actually had it. Yeah. Dude, flying embers is really, Have you really? really good. Yeah. No, my wife, like who's a biochemist. Yeah. I brought some. Uh, she tried this and she loved it. She won't drink with me anymore, which sucks because she gets hung over after like two glasses of wine. Wine. And so, you know, I, I feel like a degenerate. I brought this home one day, <laughs> yeah. and she drank it, mm-hmm. and she loved it, and she had like two or three. This is her favorite. She'll only drink Where do you this. buy it at? Where did you buy it at? Flying Embers. I got it at Whole Foods. But then I tried another brand because I went to Ralph's because yeah. Whole Foods was too crazy. It's the line. You got to wait the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And I got another one, and it was Bello, dude. Bello. She was like, don't buy this ever again. Really? Give me the other. Sh- give me the good stuff. A proprietary organic ferment- fermentation from champagne yeast. That's good shit means. Mm. Black tea, native kombucha. This is stuff you're drinking for for alcohol, right? This yeah, is something well, that you're enjoying. And uh, black as a, tea actually is like a it has caffeine, so it gets you kind of like a yeah. little bit, it gets you up a little but bit. But this has turmeric, ginger, ashwagandha. I mean, it has live cultures probiotic. I didn't know that this can be in an alcoholic beverage. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome. And Zero sugar. Yeah, yeah, what's cool about this thing is also the uh, alcohol content, like a 7.2, 6.8. Yes. These are, these are nice and firm drinks. But you actually feel good. I have already tried it. And David, Dave, have you tried it? I have. Yeah. You've tried this kombucha? The pineapple chili. Oh, wow. So I've got three ice cold flying embers. Nice. This, this one's called... Pineapple chili. Hang on, Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink that. that one. Hold on, let me look at the can, player. No, don't, I'm not gonna give you the can because then you'll drink it. <laughs> uh, I got ginger oak. That seems like it should be for you. I'll, t- I'll go down. Okay. I'm down with some ginger oak. And okay. lemon orchard. Ooh, I like it. Lemon, lemon orchard? orchard. Okay. 
You gotta shake it, right? Um, uh, I don't think you do. I think you yeah, could I've shake mine. You, you shake could yours? turn it, turn it sideways. Turn it. Get it, get whatever yeah. embers are it's under got the stamp, on which the has bottom. Been the USDA organic. That's the legit one, not the one that's all. You think our <laughs> guests would like this? I think, dude, I think they would, right? Yeah. Though, you know what I love about this? It's good for you, and you're getting pedo at the same time. What? <laughs> that's like, <laughs> I mean, what? What? What could you not? <laughs> I'm pouring a little bit of um, tequila, my white tequila, on the top of my. Um, that's some. Pineapple that's chili. degenerate shit. Right no, no, no. That just makes it more delicious. Oh, so you got the new can. Anyway, I'm gonna have a sip of this before anything. But cheers, guys. Cheers. Salud. Let's see. Absolutely. Oh, that's oh. good. That is good. You know what? That doesn't even taste. Kombucha, I have a hard time drinking. I got to say, I would be yeah, honest. I have a very absolutely. difficult time drinking kombucha. I have to like shove it down. I can't even really this taste any of that aftertaste. No, it's, this it's is nice. light. It's refreshing. The, and you know what? I can taste I the like chili it. in this. I could taste that. You, you really? know? Yeah. What a dick! I want to try that. I know this one's good. This dude. one's good right here. The oak. Yeah. This is. I got the ginger and oak. Well, I want to say this Flying Embers company from Ojai. Yeah, is local. making all kinds of interesting flavors. 85 yeah. calories player in oh, one wow. can. There you go. That's what's up. The lemon orchard, which you're drinking, you yep. can put an ounce and a half of tequila, half an ounce of honey syrup, half an ounce of lime juice, quarter ounce of Aperol, two ounces of Flying Embers Lemon Orchard Kombucha Wow! in a highball glass with some ice that makes your bees blossom. Anyway, they have all of yeah, these drinks. Good. That you can make with all of their different uh, flavors. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, dude, this this I could drink because it's light. It's really. And light. Uh, and I think my daughter would be like, "That's cool, Dad. It's a kombucha." Yeah. Don't let her drink it. <laughs> I know she's yeah. sixteen today, but hey. hey all right. Well, I, I'm happy gonna suggest. Yeah. Oh, by the way, happy birthday to my daughter, Sophia. She turned sixteen oh, today. Okay. Cheers. That's right. With um, an F, not a PH. I'm gonna suggest that we try this on some of our shows with our guests, and maybe even. Send them home with some of them. Yeah, I'm down. These are delicious. delicious. Well, cheers to the guys at Flying Embers. Uh, They're doing something very, very cool here. I'll do some mixed drinks with it next time. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they would send product to use in movies. I I mean, I don't see why not because you need props. You need actors need to be doing stuff. These are good looking cans. Very nice. That's a cool can. Yeah, this is a cool. And it tastes good. All right, cool. Well, it tastes good. It's interesting. It's got kombucha in it, it's got zero sugar, zero carbs. There's no yeah. sugar, dude. Flying Embers is good stuff. All right, well, here we go. Um, what I did want to talk about uh, as well, this is kind of one of those shows where I, I was thinking about a lot of things to talk about. And that's right. When I, that's, right. that's right. When I was a young filmmaker, I used to call companies that specialized in getting product for movies. Was that before talkies? And that was <laughs> <laughs> young filmmaker when, when uh, yeah, when I paid five cents to watch three movies being shot at Universal with no sound. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I used to call um, companies that provided product for movies. So you can call one company who handles Pepsi, Coke. Um, you know, Nike, one company handles all these products and they'll send you a list as a, as a producer, they'll send you a list of the things that they cover. You'll request them based on your scenes. So if your main character is going to wear Adidas uh, sweatsuits, you yep. send them uh, the request and the sizes, and then they provide your movie with um, product Wow! for your characters, for your crew. In fact, Red Bull came out to many of my sets uh, you just called them and said, "Hey, can you guys Red send a really truck? That, yeah. yeah, can you send a truck um, on Friday at the end of the day, and we'll get all of our crew and our cast to walk over and take pictures with you guys." And they would drop off cases of product, and they'd give you product there. So it was kind of cool. But I, there's this misconception that product companies pay your film, yeah, to be in your movie. That's not how it works. Not if you're an indie. If you're an indie, be lucky you're getting free stuff. Yeah, but they sure. will give you free stuff. Adidas, Nike, you know. I, I remember I did, a, I did a movie with Lopez where we had a whole soccer team, and Adidas gave us uniforms and balls and shoes for the entire, for the entire well, thing. If, if, if uh, you're getting Adidas for Feliz Navidad, I'm a size 13. Tell Rio, thanks. Damn, what's up? <laughs> size 10. Uh, I remember that. That was icy. Lopez never dribbled a soccer ball in his life. No. <laughs> He, was, he looked good. He, he looked, looked good. good. He looked good. It was a lot of cutaways. He's a, a lot professional, of bro. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the idea is can you get a company, a product company, to sponsor or pay for your movie? It's hard, too, you know? Yeah. My wife is a television producer. You know, we're all in the business. You would think that 
on occasion, if you have this great movie or this great show, and people want to give you shit. Yeah, and if you get Coca Cola interested, and all of a sudden they'll say, "Oh, well, we'll pay for it." The problem is, is that a lot of these networks, a lot of these studios, they have their deals with sponsors. Mm. So, Coke and Pepsi and and Audi pay these companies to be part of their all around, you know, yeah, look. So their executives drive Buicks, their movies feature Coke, and those companies pay the studios or the networks. So when you come in and you've got, oh, by the way, I have Coke and Nike and Adidas, they don't like that. Yeah, They don't like that because that's where they make their money. That's how they're paying you to do this movie or do your show, yeah. by the sponsors that they get for the networks and their, and their studios. So it's the misconception that if you have... Uh, product placement that is willing to pay to be in your movie, that that is a good thing to do. And you have to, that has to come afterwards because if you do it ahead of time, it may create a conflict with the networks or the TV sh- uh, companies that you're working with. Let me ask you this, Roberts, because Made in Mexico, um, there's some branding in, some pretty big brands that yeah. we didn't think about when we were shooting because we were, you know, shooting under the gun. Dude, I could taste the chili in here. It's got a hint. Of ginger, it's too. It's good shit, dude. Mm. Um, now, should I go, because I heard I should go to some of these bigger brands that are featured in my movie and say, hey, you're, you know, your brand's featured in this. Um, are you cool with that? Uh, can you give me some funding? Obviously, no, based on what you just said. Or should I just leave it alone? I'm not a lawyer, and I'm going to tell you what I would do. Indie, but, low budge. Yeah, I mean, I think if you made a movie that, you know, didn't cost more than $200,000. Yeah. That the likelihood of a brand coming after you yeah. um, is is probably zero because let's say that you used my logo on your T-shirt and my product in your movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's okay. Oh, that's true. oh good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Some, right. some yeah, brands right. just appreciate it. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's kind of, think about it. Like when you see a car in a movie or cars driving in the street in the movie, do you see their uh, logos Covered up? No. No. So why why is it that you have to ask everyone else for their permission, but no car company has to be asked for their permission to be in your movie? Because it's things happening in life, right? People put on shirts all the time. But what I would say is, if you're Tom Cruise and you're in Mission Impossible 7, then you got a problem if you put on something that wasn't approved. But And that's because that movie's worldwide and because it's going to probably make a billion dollars. So when that amount of money and that amount of people are watching the movie, then it becomes a very big problem if you're using a product without permission. But if you you made a movie for $200,000 and you're going to make $800,000 on the film and it's going to get seen by, I don't know, 800,000 people maybe in its lifetime and sold... To smaller stations and, you know, probably not seen as widely as a big movie, they're not going to come after you because it's not worth it for them to shut you down for something that they're not going to get paid for anyway. Oh, right. You know, so they're not going to see any money from you. So just leave it alone. Yeah, let's say, and most indie films don't even make money. So theoretically, if you made a movie for 200000 and you made 180 and now you're being sued, you know... (laughs) What are they going to get, really? Yeah, They're not going to get true. their worth. So they'll only sue you. They'll only come after you if you're worth getting something out of it. So if your movie made was made for 20000 and it made $67 million, well, then, yeah. then they're going to come pay. after you. Yeah, I get it. Now, what about, what is it, letters and omissions, or what's it called where you have to like put your movie up on? Errors and omissions. Errors and omissions. Yeah, it's an insurance. Will, will they break my balls about it? I, I think it depends. I think uh, errors and omissions will consider the size of your movie and where it's going to be seen and how many people potentially will see it. I think that they've already created a bar for that. Errors and omissions is an insurance you buy. If you buy that insurance while you're making your movie and it expires before you screen it, then you have to buy it again. (laughs) Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. That's how it works. Errors and omissions only covers you for a certain amount of time. It could be uh, one year. Yeah, it could be two years. It could be three years. But it can't be like a blanket errors and omissions policy. So really the best thing to do is after you do your movie. Well, when you sell your movie and they require errors and omissions, then you buy it the the week before you air. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, you're going to waste waste that $5,000. Yeah. Oh, forget that. Let's talk about extreme music for a sec. 
Here's one crazy story. This is just so personal, but I'm going to tell you anyway. My daughter was turning 16 today, right? She's 16 today. And my wife, who knows better, says to me, hey, why don't we go through you know, all the years of, of the pictures and do a video about from when Sophia was born until her 16th year? That's sweet. Yeah, and I thought, that's sweet. I can edit. <laughs> that's sweet. I can do this. So 17 hours later, <laughs> wow, feast your film, dude. It's one o'clock in the morning yesterday. It's one o'clock in the morning. I started the day before. I started the day before, the day before that. So for about six hours, yeah, you just I cut the day pictures. before, and then from eight to one o'clock in the morning the next day, which was yesterday, I cut this, I cut this epic five part, Damn. eighteen minute. Piece That's a short film with all this different music, right? And uh, I did go to extrememusic.com. I did find that I was looking for something for her graduation, right? Because she was graduating, but I also wanted it, and my wife wanted it to be a rap music, kind of like a hip rapper. So I went to extrememusic.com. You know about that, Robert? Yeah. So I went to extrememusic.com <laughs> and I punched in graduation. Yeah. And I punched in rap music, and lo and behold, dude, a rap song that talks about tassels and graduating. No, yes. stop it. Yes. <laughs> in fact, I'll play it right now. This is it. Um, what? Yeah. You know, like Snoop Dogg. And that's only too. 30 seconds. That's a two-minute that's a two minute and 40 seconds. There was a two-minute and 40-second version of that. Yeah. But I used the 30-second version. Yeah. You know what's messed up? You have access to one of the biggest rappers in history and you didn't use him either. Who? Be real player. Oh, be real, right. I'm sorry. Kicking that I don't see him as I don't see him like that. He's just my uh primo. Yeah, he's just my primo. Can we get him on the show? Yeah, of course. But we, you have to smoke with him if he comes on the show. Davy Dave? I'm down. Okay. You're down? Okay. I can't. I lose my mind. Yeah, me neither. I guess, you guys will be all right. Trip no, out. Guys no, no, I'll no, just no. watch you. Oh, no, you know what? If you smoke with him, I'll just go, what? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's fucked up. Don't do that. Oh, that'd be what? messed what? up, right? What? Did you just say what three times? No. <laughs> what, what, what? No? What? No? <laughs> no? 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 I've only been high like twice as bad as that. So. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll be fine. But um, but no, the, the music, it was interesting because I wanted to challenge Russ and ExtremeMusic.com, and yeah. that was Flying Colors, man. A rap song yeah. that is about graduation and I think there was some f bombs in there too. So it kind of it was graduation uh-huh. and the whole thing. Is she thing. graduating this year too? No, but I did a thing where she graduated, like eighth grade. Yeah. And there was all these pictures of them crying and and the, with their tassels on and their you yeah, know yeah. cap and gown the whole thing. So I'm gonna hit Davy Dave up right now. On that <laughs> note, Roberts, what's what's up? So maybe Extreme Music can help us out on this this little uh, venture we're gonna do. I got some stuff, of course, of course, of course. Um, Sorry, users. you know I've been I've been listening to this other podcast, um, Sopranos, and Homeboy doesn't talk close to the mic. It pisses me off. I can't. I turn up the yeah, thing in my I'll car. I gotta guys. get closer, dude. I'm uh, I'm feeling some heat from this flying embers. I'm thing. feeling good right now, dude. Right. I'm feeling like, real good. How much? Alcohol? I'm telling you, dude. Fun? These are good. Oh, you got the weed one. I got. <laughs> You got the weed one? What? 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 No, this is uh, 6.8% alcohol. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Is that a lot? Yeah, Yeah, dude. A beer has what? 4.5. That one's 4.5. Oh, dude, so this is like a double. Yeah. Nice. That's right. Ah, A little bit less. That's That's right. right. So, Davey Dave, question for you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I have a couple scripts, 60 pages. I got one called Making Money. I posted a little trailer for it about these counterfeiters. Yeah. I want to do it as radio drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can. I want you to act in it. Yeah. But you down to do the the because everything's about music. There's got to be Sound a narration. Has to be a narration. I like your voice. You can narrate it, but you can play one of the Pete? characters. There's no. It. There's no parts for Pete. We can get Pete in there. There's a, it's a. It's a. It's a series. I wrote it as a as a web series. Um, called Making Money. Yeah. You down? Down. Like a clown. Oh, damn. The famous David Dave. I got you. So got explain you. what it you. is. But, I don't understand yeah. what you're doing. Explain what you're doing. It's kind of a, <clears throat> it's funny because I'd never seen Breaking Bad when I wrote this. It's about a guy who works for an executive who worked for Hewlett Packard. He loses his job because people aren't really printing anymore. 
and he's middle-aged, and he doesn't want to start a new career, so he kind of waits. And he has a buddy who works in the uh, Treasury Department mm -hmm. who tells me he can get a job, but he knows all about paper, and he knows all about printing, and he knows all about ink and all that shit. So his life starts to deteriorate because he's losing money, and he lo he's losing his life. And him and his wife start fighting, and they have to downsize. And he ends up uh, losing his family because he won't get a job. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to start it because he's waiting on this thing. So he ends up finally getting a job as a busser at a, at a restaurant that he used to frequent. And he sees a guy there that he knew from the past who was an old friend. And he hits him up in the, in the valet about getting him a job because the guy's with a bunch of execs, you know, mm -hmm. suits and everything. The guy's a hitman, and those are marks that he's having dinner with, and he's going to kill him the next day. He feels bad for my lead character, so he tells him, I'll take care of you. Meet me at this time. Like, I got you. So he, he's the driver. The guy drives him to a location. It's a totally different vibe now because the guy went from being in a suit to being like a hood. Mm -hmm. And his demeanor, everything's changed. And instead of sitting in the car like he's supposed to so he can make his five grand, he goes to see what they're doing. And he, he witnesses a murder. And the, the, the guy, they see him. So they basically tell him, like, well, now you're in trouble. So his way to get out of it, they're going to kill him. And his only way to get out of it is he uh, he tells them how to counterfeit money because he knows all about that world. And so they go into making money. and Hence the name of the movie. Hence the movie. Hence making yeah, money. making money. Uh, but greed obviously sets in, and he's the one who gets greedy. Not the bad guy. He ends up turning into the bad guy. The good guy's the bad guy's the good guy, really. Yeah. Uh, the good guy's the bad guy, and the job comes through. And the job for the Treasury Department comes through, and he's a he's one of the biggest oh, counterfeiters wow. in the nation. Nice, yeah. All right, that's a good story. Very cool. Yeah. So you're gonna get into that? Yeah, I'm in. You cool. down? Yeah, let's do it. Nice. Bam. Gotcha. You think those things? You think uh, so? It's like a podcast you're doing. I'm gonna do a radio drama. Yeah, like a podcast. Yeah. It's a podcast, so you'll be able to listen to it. You know, on iTunes or wherever nice. we post it, it'll be episodic, probably that's sixty. Cool. Yeah, it'll be that's you know cool. each one will probably be like ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Listen to the whole thing in 60, an hour. And the goal, back going back to your Indiegogo, the goal when I made the trailer was to do a GoFundMe, um, raise some money, and make it into a series. Right. And I had some pe good people. Bradley Gregg played the uh, the lead in the in the trailer. I had the dude who was in um, Boardwalk Empire who played Agent Sesbo, mm -hmm. Michael Shannon's partner. He read it. He loved it. He was going to play one of the characters. I had some really good good people on board who wanted to do it, and uh, it fell apart at the eleventh hour. Well, this sounds like uh, like but a it's good way to, to revive do. it. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. to do, some way to get it out there again, get people to to listen to the story. Definitely yeah. a way to get your uh, your writing out too. Yeah, really cool. And it'll be fun. We could do it just like this. Yeah, yeah perfect. Hey, so let's update. I'm going to do an update. Update. So what you got? We talked to. Um, I'm sorry. So I'm going to do an update on Philly's Navi Dad. Okay, so this will be this is important for anyone out there making movies or getting into it right this moment. Um, we are set to start. Bam! We're That's casting. Cool. We got actors ready. We got crew ready. We're you know, Annie's funded to a certain extent. You know, so the moving forward is happening. Our only thing now is that SAG and uh, and some of the other unions um, want you to have a clear of procedures for COVID. So I have to have a medic 24-7. I'm sorry, not 24-7, but whenever yeah. I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have to check temperatures every morning. I don't, but the medic does. There has to be a designated PA to help clean things up yeah. as people are touching stuff, disinfect things. People need to be wearing masks. You should be doing that anyway. And there needs to be less, yeah, there needs to be less. You to wear masks the whole time? Yeah. Well, I think you have to wear masks uh, whenever you're at an uncomfortable distance from people. So if you're going to be at a comfortable distance from people, you're okay. That means you're going to be wearing one all day, Titty. Well, because you're going to be right up against people doing makeup. You know? I don't wear one with Lopez. We've been Lopez and I've been working nonstop since this whole ship began. Well, you guys, are, you guys are carriers. He's asked Steve's not me the, today. You're, you're I was like, carriers. dude, really? He's like, well, I, I, was like, I couldn't move. It came on too fast. I, I took a shower already, fool. That's funny. But, uh, but yeah, so we're just waiting for now the state of Nevada to say... We're in phase two, and films are in phase two, and you can go ahead and nice. and and shoot. But we're in a holding pattern. We have to move our start date a week every single time 
that we get two weeks close and we're not clear. Yeah. Oh. We need at least two weeks to ramp up. Mm-hmm. So, so in states like Texas or Florida, those places that are open, could you shoot there then? You could shoot anywhere that's got... I th- look, every phase two is different for yeah. every state. Um, I think Nevada film production is in phase two. I think California, I think they really want to get film going here too, so that may be in phase two. But I think it depends on what state it is and what phase yeah, absolutely. you're in. Yeah. Well, I saw something in the news where they said sports teams were looking outside of California. Yeah, of course. Shit changed real quick. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Dodgers were going to go back yeah. to Brooklyn. Wait a minute. Hold on a yeah. second. Hold on. Let's not get crazy. Yeah. Um, Very nice. You might be casting me in Police Navy Dad after that shit. Oh. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> you got to pay your SAG dues, bro, or otherwise you can't work in any I, movie. Something happened last time. I don't know. You probably owe six grand. Yeah, it's expensive. Unions are expensive. How much is it? How much is it to join? How how long you been lapsed? Um, He hasn't paid the initial dues. Oh, you're fine. The initial dues are the expensive part. Well, what happened was supposedly the production paid for it, right? I got mine paid. That was great. You did all on a long time ago. Oh, you did. Yeah. Um, Supposedly, I was supposed to. They paid it, and then. The producer, I kept trying to figure it out. Like, remember we talked about this? Yeah. I kept reaching out to her. I kept saying, I know I have to I have to pay something. She says, no, we paid everything. Don't worry. You just got to, like, there was something I had to do. But they wouldn't get back to her. And she said this happens a lot. Call SAG. Yeah. She said. Don't answer in two seconds. Yeah. And then she said, you know what? Don't worry. We'll just put you in the next one. We'll do it again on Jackie Ryan, which was the basketball movie, but I couldn't do because of access. So she was kind of like, yeah, this, this happens sometimes. Did they tapped Hartley you? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. had dialogue in the movie. But, I mean, did they give you paperwork that had Top Hartley stuff on it? That day? Yeah, no, right? they didn't give me anything to sign that day. Uh-oh. They said, you know, just... They just push it through. They just, they push, just it push it through. She wasn't yeah. tripping. She no, was no. the producer of the film. They just push it through. That's how it is. They just because push it through it's already done, she said. Don't now worry you're in about the system. it. Now you just call them and say, hey, how much do I owe? How hmm. much do I owe? If you, if you go to work for, a, uh, like, Universal Film or something like yeah. that, then they'll be like, hey, man. Show us your paperwork. Your yeah. agent will take care of that. You, well, once they cast you, they can't officially sign you up. Like, there's this procedure that you go through as a producer. Like, if I cast you, like, days after I cast you, I have to clear you through SAG. There you go. And if SAG, if you come back to us that you're unpaid, there you go. they won't allow you to work on the movie. So then I got to come up with six Gs? Or whatever it is. I don't know. That's, I don't want to give out wrong information. I don't think, I, I, I know it's more expensive than it used to be. But, you know, the, the Producers Guild I joined, the very first payment. I made I think was thirteen hundred dollars when I first joined, and now it's three fifty a year. I'll, I'll give you an example. Mine was lapsed for like over ten years. It was like a grand. Yeah, and that's ten years worth. Yeah, right. But you paid initially to get in there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what he has to do. He has to pay to get oh. in. His his initial payment. Oh, he has oh, to oh, pay. oh, but oh. isn't that Taft Hartley or no? Don't they pay? For, doesn't, doesn't the production pay for Taft Hartley? Just means that you are godfather, uh, grandfathered into the guild. In other words. Um, you don't have your qualifications. You, they're covered. Yeah. All you have to do is go sign up, pay your initial dues to get your card, and then yearly dues after that, yeah. uh, based on the work that you do or yeah. the minimum amount that you, that you have to pay. Yeah. That was cool. That was easy. Yeah. We're all members of SAG here at this table. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Breed. Non-working you members were the of SAG. King. I that's was the Breed. No, but I got Taft Hartley when I was like twenty-two years old. What? Yeah. Nice. I was in a film called Critters. I love critters. Wait a minute. <laughs> I think I know that film. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. We're Mar- they're Martians or something like that mm-hmm. or aliens. Yeah. yeah. Little I, they, it was funny because I was an extra in the movie and I showed up that morning to work and they were like, oh, come over here. Are you a stunt guy? Yeah. 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 I was what like, yeah, need? I am. Yeah, so they sent me over. To, <laughs> they sent me over to makeup and they were like, the stunt guy's here. So they put me they put me in an outfit. They put me in an alien outfit that it took me like two hours to get into That's it. Right. Yeah. And to, they put prosthetics on me. And when I came out, they were like, the other guy had They're gotten like, there. They're like, wait a minute. That's not the stunt guy. They said he was the stunt guy. You said you were the stunt guy. I said, I didn't say I was a stunt guy. They sent me over here. And I said, I'm here to work. But I didn't know I was a stunt. I didn't know this was a stunt That's outfit. That's so they were like, well, we don't have time to get you out of it. So you got to do it. Yeah. So they That's went. Cool. They took me. And there was an explosion behind me. And I had to. Like fall off of like a three yeah, feet that's thing. That's yeah. You the director? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they gave me my Taft Hartley paperwork and I joined SAG. That's cool. You knew Roberts. You I did know. I did know. You did know. Yeah. You did know. I was excited. I was yeah, like, you're like yeah. yeah, I'm the stunt guy. Yeah. Really? Mine sure. was from uh, working on a show called uh, Guys Like Us. Guys Like Us. Uh, it had Chris Hardwick in it. It was uh, like a little sitcom. 
It was fun. Okay. And what did you do on it? I was an extra. But they tapped hard. Mm-hmm. Did you? They gave you a line. I, w- I was. There. Yeah, I had a couple lines. Yeah, that's fun. Nice. Yeah, one and twos, one and twosies. But I was there like I don't know. I worked on it for like three months straight. Really? Yeah, it was awesome, dude. That's big money. Mm-hmm. It was at Culver Studios. It was cool. Oh, really cool. Kickback. Nice. Acting. That that was when this business was magical and it was cool. It was fun and cool. Like I was thinking about when Scott I worked. Scott Bayo directed. Oh, did he really? Yeah. So that was even cooler. Chachi. Chachi. Dude, I was thinking about when I worked on Three Amigos and. It was magical because they were spending all this money and there was all this pressure on everyone. And all I was doing was just watching. You know, <laughs> if they had a bad day, exactly. it was, it it was a great day for me. Yeah. You know what? I feel like that when I go places with Lopez, he's got to wear it. I'm like, Stressed like it's out. Yeah, he's like, ah, you no know. one will ever look at you and say it's your fault. No, there no. they go. You know, how's his makeup looks good. Or even like when we go to clubs, when he used to go to clubs and do appearances, he had to do all kinds of shit. No one fucks with me. I go in, I sit at the table, I have a dinner, the whole bit. I have, sir, can I get you some? Sure, I'll have a drink, you know, whatever. Lopez is there, you know, doing his thing. I give him the thumbs up every now and then. He gives him the finger. I say, hey, what do you want from me? You know what's great about being with Lopez is that what you know, he's like a boat, right? If you're in his wake, yeah. if you're like you're right good. close to him, you're good. Somehow no ticket, no nothing, yep. no, no ID, nothing necessary if you're in the wake. I had the misfortune. Of getting ten feet behind the wake one time, <laughs> and when you get ten feet behind him, and he gets past security, and you're still walking, uh, and there's no stopping him. Hey, like no, it's over. You're out. No, that's it. You're out. You're out. And that's how it is. That's you gotta keep says, up. Go get Roberts. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? That guy's not gonna let me in. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go. I gotta be in the wake. That's true. Like, come on. Ah, the problems of show business people. Um. All right, so cheers to the show and cheers to Flying Embers who uh, yeah, provided these very delicious. Salute. I'm going to pick some up. These. I'm going over to Lopez's this weekend. This would be tremendous. Do some work and pick up some of these Flying Embers. Nice. Bring, bring extra. I might go. Yeah. Um, so we will see you guys again next week. Um, we're not going to have a guest this week because I thought I wanted to talk about all that important stuff, and I think I think it I think it matters to people that are out there trying to make movies and being entrepreneurial. Yeah. Do your thing. Don't be afraid to uh, take whatever amount of money you raise with crowdfunding. Yeah. You know, you can take that money and use it as a stepping stone to whatever's next. It's not a failure. Try to raise a hundred. If you raise ten, you could do a lot of work with that. And if you have a great product, you're going to figure it out with that ten. And if you don't, then you know. No harm, no foul, right? You don't yep. have to pay it back. You tried your best. Uh, and we will see you next week on Let's Get Into It. The Master Course. By the Master Bates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas.